Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash nmvpod. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Made Varsity. I am a Christopher Robin Star Wars meme uh, enthusiast collector. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains, all one word. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite resident uh, band chorus and theater teacher. <laughs> at the same time, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at D underscore River underscore O. So artsy. So artsy. Hello, yet another hardworking graduate. Uh, you can find me on social media at heartbreak underscore underscore kid. Hi, everybody. Uh, band has me tired again. And y'all are talking about all y'all's jobs, and I'm still a student. But you can find me on... Oh, I'm Aaron. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. You think we have this down by now. Right. 48 episodes in, you think we'd have it. We're is at 48, 48 episodes? It's really 48. Also, we missed our one year last he- last week. Huh. What kind of people are we? I think our 50th is more important. Yeah. Yeah. Good old even numbers. We gotta, we gotta plan something special for the 50th. We could do a best of. We could just do... Just put, put Aaron to work. We can I was going to say, that is going to be a lows. lot of work, and I do not have a lot of free time. So, oh, I would need assistance. Student. Yes. You don't I, have I go, that much to do. I know? go to class, <laughs> hey. unlike most Carolina students. <laughs> Hashtag go pack. Tar holes. <laughs> oh, what man. do we got to talk about this week? I think we have some good stuff to talk about. It's the uh, the end of the sports purgatory. I feel like we've been saying that for the past couple of weeks, but if for real this time, it's the last week of the preseason. Should be yeah. in the clear. Yeah, I watched football yesterday. A&T played yesterday. That's yo, right. Yo, that, and that, they that won. 98 yard touchdown, uh, and that kicker got wrecked on the. Was it a punt? Yes, he did. It, no, it was a kickoff. It was just a kickoff. But that, yeah. that kicker got wrecked. But um, A&T beat the top 10 team yesterday. Wow. And this is a – I wasn't planning on talking about this, but just this quick tangent. They are playing like they aren't afraid of anybody, and I am very here for it. Who did they play? Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Good for them. They looked really good. Their defense looked – very, very good. But this week, we have a good amount of Twitter questions, so I wanted to jump into those first before we before we jumped into our regular stuff. We're Missy Elliotting it. Yes. We are here for the people. <laughs> Got to flip it and reverse it. I'm not <laughs> saying that backwards, but first. <laughs> uh, from Brian Holtzhauser at BrianJH57. A uh, question Jesus. for at NeverMatePod. Are any of you actually in the same room when you record? My guess is no, but editing makes it seem like you're all in one place. Thanks, Brian. Uh, I mean, I really guess Aaron's really pretty nice. good at editing all this. That's a little thing we like to call movie magic in the business. <laughs> Heck yeah. I just wanted to compliment Aaron a little bit. Call me up, Holly. So yeah, much as much as we come for his life, he deserves some credit. <laughs> but yes, I, I am it. in Greensboro right now. I am not in Chapel Hill. 
But I we in, might be soon. I, but I will be soon, yeah. Except sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> nah, it's cool. But yeah, as of now, my permanent residence is Greensboro. Yeah, I'm in. I'm over near Charlotte in Harrisburg, North Carolina. Not that anyone knows where that is. <laughs> Except for like the few people that uh, are from Harrisburg that listen to this. <laughs> and I have returned to the humble abode in the good old 828 Asheville. I'm still in Chapel Hill. So, come through. <laughs> uh, Alright, next. Uh, from Sarah McCullough, at Sarah underscore McCullough. Friend of the show. How you thinking about OSU? Small side note. I really miss having Sarah on this podcast. That was a fantastic <laughs> episode. That was a really great episode. <laughs> that was really fun. We should have her on again soon. That was great. Oh, hey, yeah. Aaron, it was almost one year ago from the trees. The trees. <laughs> the trees. <laughs> You're right. When we all went to go see the solar eclipse in South Carolina. What a fun oh, time. Oh, God, I forgot about that. And I'm so glad I didn't go with y'all then. I mean, I was also working, but that is a long-ass trip. And It was so much fun. <laughs> Sarah was, and we were all a little concerned that the trees were going to be in the way. We couldn't see the sun, and then Adam. Even though we were looking right out over a huge lake. Yes, Adam's like the lake, the lake. There's the lake. Oh man, good times. Um. So all of that to avoid talking about the the serious issues. Yeah. <laughs> what serious issue? We're just having fun here on the Never Made Parsity Podcast. <laughs> so I guess the big update uh, from last week when we spoke about this is that Urban Meyer has been suspended without pay uh, for the first three weeks of the college football season. Um, right. And really, really put the hammer down there. Yeah, we have takes. Oh, I have takes. But Aaron, is your neck of the woods, so I'll let you go first. Okay. So, in my opinion, in my honest opinion, I almost said in my humble opinion, but I don't nope. believe in that phrase. In my honest opinion, this was both from a log- from a logistics and a PR perspective the worst possible outcome from all of this for uh, both Urban and the university. Because personally, I don't see how you can suspend him in this situation. Either he did the right thing or he didn't, so he should either be fired or not. I don't see there being any in between and by suspending urban meyer ohio state's basically saying yeah we get that he did something wrong and that he deserves to be punished but we don't think that we want to not win you could out there at the end for me oh i I missed the i missed the dismount (laughs) You missed what? I missed the dismount. I was look. I didn't get to see the dismount. Oh. But uh, does anyone want to cite the tweet first about the point made about all of this? Oh, about how? Which tweet? Oh, well, I'm gonna just take a guess and say that you're talking about the one where they were talking about uh, how UNC players got suspended four games for oh. selling shoes and three games for Urban Meyer not reporting domestic abuse. That would be correct. I I just want to echo a lot of what Aaron said. I don't see how this is a suspendable offense because, like you said, he with you punishing him, you admit you pretty much admit wrongdoing. He almost said as much in his first little oh, press oh, conference. Oh, that press conference! Um, he pretty much admitted that he did not do. Enough, and I feel like in this situation with a serial domestic abuser, that's not a suspendable offense. I think that's clear out the head coach and Zach Smith from this organization. I also think the athletic director Gene Smith and the athletic director. I also think that Irving Meyer's first press conference was terrible horrible 
not even mentioning Courtney Smith's name. And then the the press release on Friday when he did apologize directly to Courtney Smith almost made it worse. You mean the the wasn't it typed on like the notes app or something or was it not or was it just typed out? I only saw it like retyped from uh from a third party so I'm not quite okay. sure. He actually. tweeted gotcha. it out and it was just typed on the notes app. That's what I thought, which makes it like 10 times worse for me. Oh no. <laughs> That's, you don't do that in this situation. That's what Taylor Swift does when she no longer wants to be a part of this narrative, when she never has to be a part of. <laughs> that is not what you use the notes app for. Just There's I so much know. wrong with this whole situation. It's, I'm very mind-boggling. Like, I, I one mirror most of y'all, like, basically all of your sentiments, and just, I just, I don't understand. Like, not even talking about the whole UNC comparison, when he's talking about how, oh, I just would like to apologize to everyone for being in this situation, not even apologizing to the person affected by this, is just the like ultimate scumbag move to me. And it just, I don't know. It just leaves a bad taste yeah. in my mouth. So how am I thinking? I am upset. I am not happy with an Ohio State University. They lost the the on that one. Yes. They're just an. Um, anything else with Ohio State? I I will say I'm not looking forward to the redemption arc that's going to be coming one day. <laughs> Lose one game this season and they're about to get into the playoff and they start talking about all the adversity Ohio State had to go through to get here. Not looking forward to that. But also shout out to Heather Dinich of ESPN for doing a lot of work on not only this story, but also the story at Maryland. She is busting her butt over at ESPN. So shout out to Heather Dinich. I give, um, I give this all two thumbs down. Speaking of reviews, uh, from uh, at Exolorini, uh, French Open banning Serena's compression suit for, quote, going too far, unquote, or something along those lines. And maybe a something review like of that. To All the Boys I Loved Before, since you won't do Mamma Mia, lol. Sorry, I have not rewatched Mamma Mia or seen the new one, but I have seen To All the Boys I Loved Before. But let's talk about Serena first. Get some tennis David, talk going. Wanna... Yeah, tennis talk. David, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I don't appreciate the French Open coming for my queen and savior, Serena Williams. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that her, re- her reasoning for having that was for blood clot reasons. Was it not? Yeah. It's, it's like, like health reasons. Yeah. yeah, so it's like I don't quite understand their issue with it, especially with the fact that I've seen some of the outfits that they wear to tennis matches, and that's the one you have a problem with. And I feel like I know why, but I – you know. I, like, we know why it's an issue. They just don't want to say that that's why it's an issue. I have a general problem with a lot of the country club sports and how they handle issues like this. Um, because this isn't an isolated incident. A lot of tennis and golf. Uh, but since we're talking about tennis right now, like, people got in trouble... Uh, Namely at Wimbledon. Aaron, are you really eating right now? I've been eating for like the past 20 minutes. It's not a new development, but I'm doing it away from the recording mic so can they don't hear record, it on the air. Can you, can you just record a podcast without doing something extra? How about I let one of y'all edit this week? I can. Bad. I've done it. I've edited things before. Well, Brian will not appreciate that podcast if we have to edit it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, country club sports. Not cool. Like, Wimbledon gets on people all the time for, like, not wearing the right color underwear. Yeah. And this is all, like, a larger class, on the largest level, classism, on a slightly smaller level, racism on the pla- on the parts of um, the French Open and Wimbledon and the other tournaments 
like like those. So yeah, it, it's messed up. The, Serena on talking about her health concerns, she does wear like compression stuff during Wimbledon when she can't wear the the superhero suit. So that won't be a problem for her. Um, she's trying to play it down like it's not a big deal, but it's a big deal to me. I think that we should see what happens if she doesn't show up and no one watches the French Open because I won't if she's not playing. Nope. Is Maria me. Sharpova still? Is she back? Is she back from her little drug thing? Yeah, yeah, she's playing again. But I'm not interested in Sharapova like I am in in Serena's career. Oh yeah, with oh yeah. Also, Serena's been dealing with stuff like this like her entire career. That is so. true. And I was getting to what I wanted to get to what you're saying, like these sort of country club sports such as like tennis, uh, golf. I would even go as far as to say baseball in some respects. Like these older sports have this very traditional idea of dress. But yet, like I said, Serena has worn these sort of outfits in the past and it hasn't – she has worn this outfit before and it didn't have a problem then so my only question is like what is the difference between then and now even even if she's no longer if she no longer technically like if she doesn't need the outfit still what is the difference from her wearing it before and then wearing it now yeah um anything else to serena have any of y'all seen to all the boys I've left before? I've watched the th- the first thirty minutes, and I'm watching the rest tonight. So I watched I it on heard about Friday. It. I might give it a I might give it a try. It's a very charming, cute little movie. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Good. I got a good impression of of it when I from the first thirty minutes. Um, Peter Kavinsky is the most unrealistic character I've ever met. Um, no lacrosse bro acts like that. <laughs> <laughs> Zero of them. Uh, but it, it was cute. I liked it. It was fun. Um, yeah, it was fun to watch. I like high school rom-coms better than, nor I guess, adult rom-coms. Because <laughs> you don't have to believe in happily ever after. You just have to believe in, you know, happy until college. Um, which they which briefly is, talk about in this movie. Yeah, which is a take I stole from Joanna Robinson of Bandy Fair. But I think it, she articulated well what I like more about these types of stories than I do about normal rom-coms. I still do think I like Crazy Rich Asians better than this one. Still um, haven't seen it. It's good. It's a good little movie. Oh, go see Crazy Rich Asians. I know. I'm really it's one of the to. movies this year that's gotten me close to tears. Oh, God. Yeah. Happy Tears. Is it in theaters or on Netflix? It's in theaters. Yeah. Yep, yep. Just came out a couple weeks ago. But it's doing very well at the the box office. It almost made back its budget in the first weekend. Good for them. I love hearing that. Yeah. This is a major... Side note, but Mav, I know you watch Collider sometimes. Do you watch the Schmodown? Yes, I love the movie A Trivia of Schmodown. I have been marathoning the Schmodown since yesterday, just like going back through this recent tournament that they've had, and it's been so entertaining. Like, what a concept. Like, I, I have really applauded Christian Harloff and the entire Collider team for coming up with this. Like, I could definitely see this becoming a revolutionary thing for YouTube. Really? Beyond. So, like, so they do... I, wa- <laughs> I watch ahead. movie fights, or I listen to movie fights. Mm-hmm. And so every t- I hear the Schmodown being referenced a lot, but I've never actually watched it. And I watch Collider sometimes, so like I'm familiar with the people uh, on that channel. Yeah. But I've actually never gone out and watched the Schmodown. So, yeah. So, like, it has that same pool as movie fights in that they can get so many YouTube creators to come in to the show to compete. Uh, and it's just... A, just the simple format of movie trivia and they divide it up into rounds and they have specific rounds where you answer a certain amount of questions. They have a round where you spin a wheel and you answer from that category. Um, they have a final round um, where you pick random numbers and they each have a different point total. Like It's just a really great concept uh, for movie trivia fans. 
and they have um the inner geek. Go for it. They, they, I was going to say you could talk about the inner geek. Team. My favorite division is the Star Wars division, of course. Duh. <laughs> uh, the inner geekdom tournament that they just had that just finished up this week was one of the most entertaining things I've seen on YouTube so far. Um, that was a really great tournament with some really great matches. So watch the Schmodown. I don't know what took me so long to start watching it, but it's great. And, and um, um, David JT, JTE of um, Screen Junkies has his own rule. And it's great. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, he has his own what? He has his own rule because he asks, He always asks to have questions repeated every single time he played. So they made a rule where he can only ask. you can only ask for a question to be repeated three times in a match. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, JTE. Yeah, so people are like, yeah, I'm going to use my JTE rule. But the, the cool thing, though, that's given it more prominence is that they've also been, ha- been able to get uh, some actors – to be able to participate as well, so Sam Witwer, mm-hmm. he was he was Star oh, yeah. Killer. He's Darth Maul in the Clone Wars, um, also vo- voice of Dar- Darth Maul in Solo. Spoiler alert! Uh, <laughs> wow, so casually throwing that out there. Um, still haven't it, seen it. it. No one cares about now. Solo. It's too late. <laughs> I still haven't um, seen it. He's in there. He was the Star Wars champion for a long time, but he just got he had a movie role, so he had to drop the belt. And then Sam Levine, um, you may know him as Hirschberg. From Inglorious Bastards, hey, um, he was—he's on the show. He was uh, the movie trivia Schmodown champion actually uh, for the longest time. He actually dropped the belt and retired. He wanted to retire on top because no one could beat him. So it's—I I, just—it's a really great show. It is a really good show. Sorry for that sidetrack, but I needed to talk about the Schmodown. It's great. Don't apologize uh, for the sidetrack. This is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we want. We can talk about whatever we want. <laughs> uh, so, a uh, question from my little Annie Rindle at Annie underscore Rindle. Those of you who graduated, sorry, Aaron. Uh, how's post grad life treating you? Uh, any tips for students after they graduate? I got this. I one. feel excluded. <laughs> Annie, I got a pro tip for you about graduating. Don't. Don't. Never leave. <laughs> we say that now as we have no exams and papers due or portfolios or projects. Yeah. That's we just fair. got work and paying off student loans. No, but uh, as far as like actual tips, I would say don't feel like everything has to come together the day after you graduate because it's going to feel that way. But it takes time and patience. So don't. Stress yourself out if everything doesn't all come together immediately after you graduate. So much patience. It Cannot takes stress. a lot of patience. <laughs> Cannot stress that enough. Like, graduated in May. Uh, I don't think I had my first real interview until uh, the beginning of July. And then I got my job offer that I'm currently working now, uh, I believe, at the beginning of August. So I wasn't even I wasn't even brought in for my first interview until August, and I had been applying since since I graduated. So it was it was frustrating and long process, but it, it'll work out. Absolutely. Yeah, I was interviewing from from May up until now until I finally got an offer. So it's been it takes a while. Don't stress out if you don't get find something immediately. It'll be okay. You'll figure something out. And I know people who still haven't found anything yet, and that's fine, too. Like, there, it takes a minute. Yep. You're literally getting on your feet for the rest of your life. So it's like, take all, like take baby steps. It's okay. To, to, Absolutely. <laughs> it takes some time. And, it, and it's okay. And enjoy that's your summer if you thing. can. Oh, yeah. Yes. Now, do we want to do, like, an official update via the pod in case people haven't seen? Sure. Um. I mean, if you want yeah, to go, go David, I go haven't it. finalized things yet, so I'm I'll hold off till next week when things are more settled in. We're looking up for that. Uh, so tomorrow is my first day officially as a teacher, uh, first day of school. It's very exciting. I'll be teaching uh, music and drama in all capacities. Are you gonna take a first day of school picture? I actually am. I'm actually, I'm actually really excited. I want to take a selfie with all my classes. 
Oh, like, just no like giant. a useless chancellor. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. throwing out the takes. Oh. Yikes. Oh, no. We can say that because we're not uh, – actually, never mind. We're not actively giving them money anymore, but we're giving other things money, like loan like loan things. Yeah. <laughs> like the government. Like the government. <laughs> but just to give a little update for me, in case you haven't seen – anyone listening hasn't seen, about a week and a half ago, I began some job training. And uh, this past Thursday, I officially started my job working for Biltmore State in Asheville, uh, working in ticket and reservation sales. It's a pretty fun job. Uh, it's, it's, I get to help a lot of people answer questions. Uh, it's a pretty nice gig. It is indeed my favorite giant mansion to visit. It's a fun one. <laughs> and we have Chihuly exhibits. Have you all heard of Chihuly before? Chihuahua? Not sure if I have. D- Dale Chihuly, I believe is his name. Um, he he's a glass artist. He's from Washington State, and we have some of exhibits. He's like very prominent in the art world, um, and we have several on the house. And I got to go see those. They're absolutely amazing. But do you have a giant spider? We do not. That spider, <laughs> like I haven't actually seen it, but it's already my favorite. Spider oh, no, Sam. I, I hate the spider. The eyes I like because you can actually use them as benches. But the spiders are just there being scary. Of course All it's right across from Spider Phillips. Sam. It probably came out of the dungeon in Phillips. That's where Hagrid was I keeping it. <laughs> According to one of my friends who's a physics major, they're... The physics majors say that there's a minotaur that lives in the basement of Phillips. Oh, Phillips, yeah. And I believe I've heard it. That. I, heard, I heard that one freshman year. Uh, was a math major, can't confirm. <laughs> what was his Actively name? Roams. I did not get that close. <laughs> um, speaking of minotaurs, I am going to watch <laughs> Labyrinth this no, it's. That was <laughs> I'm going to watch Labyrinth sometime this week. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I, I haven't seen it. Before. I was scared about that possible transition until you, you made it happen. Wow. Wait, Have you want to watch the trailer? Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Labyrinth, as in like David Bowie's Labyrinth. Yes. Oh. I don't know if you've seen it before. Huh. I want to see it. I forgot that you haven't seen like notable movies. Yeah, it's a thing, for sure. Have y'all seen the trailers for the Happy Time Murders? <laughs> Everywhere. It's on Sports have, Center yeah, all the time. I have seen it a lot. It's been on television a lot. I heard it's real bad. Oh, God. And I've so heard I, mostly I'm watching... bad. Go for it. No, I just heard, I've, I've heard it's either mostly bad or there's some people's like, it was a lot funnier than I expected it to be or that it had any business of being. I guess that was just, it's just a difference in humor, it seems. I'm not personally laughing at puppets. Maybe I would if I saw it. I don't know. I don't know. Avenue Q are the only dirty puppets I need in my life. All right. Last question from Annabelle Elizabeth at Life is Annabelle. If you were a boy band, who would be the lead singer? She's always trying to ask us these questions to, like, Try and make us fight and break up. Well, <laughs> as the probably undisputed bassist of our of us four, I'm going to bow out of this one. You're the Avi. You're the Avi. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, I have the background. In complete honesty, I think it would be Colby. Yeah. Thanks. For no other reason that I hear him singing every like randomly the most <laughs> like even before we recorded this podcast i heard you just like vibing in the background <laughs> because i for the first time this week watch little shop of horrors oh, and hey. suddenly seymour has been stuck in my head since i watched little shop of horrors great song i, I feel it. like this the stage show would be very very good but yeah Seymour was a role I was born to play. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I just put that question in there because I wanted to hear y'all say it was me. Uh, <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel no, go ahead. Go ahead, Aaron. I was going to say, I feel like I would be the drummer because it would fall apart without me. And without me, there would be no editing. Is that the drummer or the bassist? It's, it could be both. You can't be the drummer and the bassist. No, well, I, but Mav's already the bassist. Well, he's the bass singer. Oh, well, I could be the bassist then. We'll just use a drum, drum track. <laughs> Fine, edit your own episodes. <laughs> well. Um, you have a baseball corner, kind of. Yeah, I decided mostly because I've been really busy, and so I haven't watched any baseball this week. Uh, this week it's going to be a field hockey corner, because we had our first two Focky Band gigs in the past two days. Focky. Um, yeah, yesterday we played number five Michigan, it was the first ever game at the Newfield Hockey Stadium. Attendance was 981. It was packed. It was awesome. It was a really good atmosphere. We beat Michigan 5-1 after going down one nothing, And we just gave them the belt. We were up 2-1 at halftime, and then we scored three goals in 14 minutes. I love that that's still a thing. I'm glad that I said it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Giving them the belt. It's been yeah. a while since somebody's gotten the belt. Michigan the belt. got the belt. Ashley Hoffman had two goals, and we had 11 corners, and they had four. Did they call a timeout? No, they did not. That's sad. Yeah, but there were like two or three replay reviews, and I forgot that they were a thing. Yes, I know that the TV signal is replay review now. I went over Did it. Did you not during the game? We, me and the one of the guys from the booth went over it today. And then... See, what were you going to say? If you would have watched the World Cup, you would have known that. The World Cup of soccer or field hockey? Go on. Good Lord. <laughs> um, and then today we played Iowa... Uh, we went down 1-0, like, midway through the first half. And then in the 61st minute, we scored the tying goal. And then it went into overtime, and Ashley Hoffman, who has been playing unbelievable, uh, scored the winning goal on a penalty shot. And it was an incredible finish and a ton of fun. And I am looking very much so forward to the rest of the season. I think we're going to be really good this year. I think that's one thing I wanted to do in college, but I kind of deferred it, What was the Focky Band. It was I'm, proud, I'm a proud inaugural member of the Focky Band. I deferred it to Mo and Bryce, because Mo really wanted to do it, so I was like, okay, go ahead. But I wish I could have done it at least once. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And this year, because we have the new stadium and because the Focky Band is, like, now established, we're now the second real class of people to come through. We are playing at all of the home games that we do not have a band conflict for. So we are now through two of seven gigs. So Plus, how is the ACC tourney is in Chapel Hill this year. So I'm sure we'll play for that as well. So how is the stadium? Like, I, I've seen pictures, but, like, how is it, like, feel-wise? Like, how is the crowd looking? How was it? It was not, it, The stadium itself is very nice. Yesterday, the atmosphere was unbelievable. It was, if, if it wasn't a sellout, it was very near 2-1. Today, it was not as crowded, but it's because we had the second game, and it was, like, 90 degrees outside. So we were cooking out there. But, not very ginger-friendly, was it? <laughs> no, it was not. But we have a nice platform area for the drum set, and we are in the lower bowl, so we have a really good view of everything, and we are right by the end line. So, like, when the other team, the away team goes towards us in the second half, so when we do our 
high-pitched screaming when they're in the attacking zone. It's a lot of the time right in their faces, which is a lot of fun. I do miss it. That that ended up being one of my favorite Olympic sports to watch. Yeah. Both because of how good the team is and how well Coach and the whole organization treat us. It has very quickly risen to probably my favorite non-football or basketball sport to go to. I mean, and Coach Shelton is one of probably the most underrated coaches, not only on campus, but I would say in the country. Because she's literally like the Dean Smith of fo- of field hockey. I mean, five national and championships. She's been with, a, a, I believe, is it going on close to 40 years now? It's like 37th or 38th year with the team. Um, Give me a second. I have the program from yesterday's game in my bag, and I can look through it real quick. I mean, she's just had an incredible career. I believe she's uh, sent, she sent so many players uh, to the national team. Like, she is a living legend. I mean, it just goes to show the legacy of Carolina in most of our sports. Like, you first think of Dean Smith, you think of Roy Williams, uh, Anson Dorrance, and then, like, Co- Coach Shelton is right up there with them in success. Karen Shelton took over the program in 1981. She's led the team to six NCAA championships and 20 ACC titles with a career record of 646, 164, and 9. She's a five-time National Coach of the Year and a nine-time ACC Coach of the Year. And in college, she played on three national championship teams and uh, has the record for most national players of the year when she won it three times. Jesus. So, And, and she's just a wonderful woman. Not only is she woman. an unbelievable coach, but she's one of the best field hockey players of all time. And, yes, she's an unbelievable woman. So incredibly she nice. She came up. She shook all of our hands and thanked us for being there before the game yesterday, after the game yesterday. We had, she thanked us, uh, the associate head coach Mark Atherton came and thanked us, Baba Cunningham thanked us, a couple other people from the athletic department thanked us. It's just really nice, especially at field hockey where we're so unique to know every single time that you're doing what you're doing that people notice and that how important it is. Yeah. Yeah. I do miss it. That that and like I started that my I guess my junior year, like that was one of my favorite things that I got to do. Yeah. Senior year I was the conductor when we were playing at Duke and even though we had to drive a little bit to get there, it was still super fun every time we get to do it. Um, and like you say, Coach Shelton was always so nice, um, so appreciative of us being very truly made it worth a while. So, and, and we got visiting... free food a lot of the time. Yeah, yes. we have free food every game as well, which is a big perk. And we're getting special shirts and hats again, which is another big perk. My favorite thing was pissing off the uh, visiting teams and the families because yes. they don't have bands at their games. So, like, can well, you please <laughs> quiet down? <laughs> We're like, no, I think that, it's a corner. I think they like it the in point. the sense of the atmosphere, but obviously from a competitive standpoint, it's not optimal for them. Did you actually have people ask you to be quiet? Uh, you, you didn't hear about that? Yes, no. Man, so, um, uh, I, where was it? Uh, UVA. It was UVA. That, I wasn't there, but it was UVA. That does not surprise me. And we beat them. But I like, believe, what was, I believe the they latest? were the number one team at the time, and we beat them. Did a little old lady just come up and say, can you please be quiet? Not specifically, but they just gave us some stares. Oh. And the word sort of like spread down towards us. And they were on the other side of the stands. And we're like, we're going to play louder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily this year, I we have heard nothing but good things. And there have actually been a couple people who, after the game, were so impressed with what we did that they asked me how they could get the Potex that we were wearing because they want to support the band, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Our fans love us. Like, as far as fuel talkie goes, um, the people that are there always enjoyed having us there because we're funny. <laughs> well, and I think they do realize, us, like, 
for bigger sports like football and basketball, yes, while there's so many of us and we can make a big sound, I think it's just as, if not more important for us to be present at these sort of events in, like, smaller atmospheres because it's only going to amplify our impact on the sound of the game. And so I think, I, I definitely think they appreciate us having there. They, and they've always been that way. And I really appreciated those field hockey fans. And most of them are parents of the players. And so mm-hmm. it was really cool getting to meet them too and like connecting the fandom with the players on the field. Yeah. Um, anything else field hockey, Aaron? No, that's it. Cool. So I think it's called time to call an audible. But first, this segment is brought to you by Audible. For you, the listeners of Never Made Varsity, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I've listened to The Brief and Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde by Gino Diaz through Audible, and you can download it or another audiobook free by trying audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash nmvpod. Again, that's audiblechild.com slash nmvpod for your free audiobook. Also, The Brief and Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde is a fantastic book. Really great. Oh, but yeah, I suppose to talk about what we're going to talk about. Uh, um, the NCAA is moving away from RPI uh, to a system that they call NET, N-E-T, the NCAA uh, evaluation tool. I believe is the rest of that. Yes, the NCAA evaluation tool. Uh, so the change from RPI, RPI is pretty much just a strength of schedule ranking. And here, I'll just read straight from the um, the BR article that came up this week. RPI takes only the winning percentage of a team and its opponent, as well as the winning percentage of teams the opponent has faced into account. NET, NET, whatever we're going to call it, figures to provide a more specific ranking due to the inclusion of margin of victory, game location, and both offensive and defensive efficiency statistics. So one note before we jump into this, the margin of victory metric is going to be capped at 10 to keep teams from running up the score. Um, But yeah, that's what we're switching to. Thoughts? I feel like this is just common sense. Is it not? Like, I feel I, I was I mean, never a huge. I was never a think, huge fan of RPI. I think moving from RPI is the right move. I don't know about this new metric in specific. I think that I would need to either see comparison data from past seasons or see how it plays out over the course of this year to make a judgment. At the very least, it looks like they're at least consolidating uh, the standard and like simplifying the metric in general. So. Hopefully that means that it's going to make things a little more cut and dry because that's what helps make things more distinguishing when it comes time to pick those final four teams for the playoff. Yeah, I think this is all good. This feels more like Ken Palm rankings, which already Ken Palm loves us even when we aren't doing great. So I'm in favor of it. Also, it... Ken Palm seems to like teams like Virginia and Texas Tech who like to slow the game down and really make it a defensive battle. So it'll be interesting to see how those types of teams are come up in this new ranking. But I think it's more representative of what a team is like as a whole. So I'm for it. I think it's a good idea. I don't understand why they don't just go to Ken Palm because... I feel like Ken Palm's the consensus gold standard for ranking teams in college basketball. Well, that would Ken be Palm defense. doesn't take... Well, there's that, but also Ken Palm doesn't take... In their main ranking system, doesn't take into account strength of schedule. It can sort by strength of schedule, but its main um, ranking is just um, offensive finish efficiency minus defensive efficiency per 100 possessions. So this That's is true. almost more complete than Ken yeah. Palm. I just want to say that Duke can breathe a sigh of relief because it didn't include uh, true away games in this metric. <laughs> yes. 
but this should only help us. Um, they're they're still they're transitioning, or I guess transitioning is the wrong word, but they're still going to use the quadrant one two three four metric. But instead of using RPI to decide that, they're going to use um, net net. So that's staying. But I still think this is a good idea. Now we just have to see it in practice. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting right. to see. We, we really won't see what it's really like until, like, February when we get a more complete idea of teams' resumes. But I think this is going to be a good change. A lot of people complain about R- RPI. I didn't think it was as bad as other people thought it was. Um, yeah, I... I don't think it was great, but something that I will say is a benefit of RPI is that it's translatable across essentially all major sports, which is nice for continuity's sake and for just using that ranking. Like the rankings that are used in college basketball, like Ken Palm, and I presume this new ranking aren't used in football or baseball, but like college baseball still does use RPI. And I'm sure that someone out there calculates RPI for college football. I'm sure someone does. But that's not like a reason to stay with or get rid of RPI. Um, since we mentioned college football, is there anything that y'all wanted to talk about before next week hits and we have all the headlines at our disposal? Just for Carolina football, the injury bug is back. Already. Yeah. We've already lost Michael Carter uh, to injury, and now we've lost was Aaron Crawford as well on our defensive line to injury. So, Yay. Remember, remember so we were excited. talking about how, how nobody was affected by suspensions that was on the offensive side of the ball that was going to be besides Chaz, but I don't think he was going to start anyway. Um, and then it was like, well, there goes uh, the injury bug. We did lose Michael Carter, yeah. but I guess that opens the door for, uh, I mean, of course, Jordan Brown to probably get the start, and then uh, Antonio Williams running back from uh, Ohio State to be able to get some reps. In the and meantime. Ohio State University. And Ohio State. <laughs> um, for me, I'm interested in this Washington-Auburn game next week. Uh I think it's going to be very telling of where Washington is as a team. And even though it shouldn't, um, it might serve as a referendum on the Pac-12 as a conference. It looks like they're going to be the best team in the Pac-12. I know it's week one, but, you know, these are this is the only time that they get to play another Power 5 team before pr- maybe the playoffs. So that Washington-Auburn game is going to be very interesting to see how they look. And now officially, uh, according to the NCAA uh, record book, uh, our first home game for Carolina football will be against the defending national champions, uh, UCF. Yes. (laughs) I love that so much, man. That's great. (laughs) We did it, Reddit. We did it. (laughs) We're going to beat them. We're going to end the streak. Our college football did it. (laughs) Nothing but respect for my college football championship. <laughs> oh, man. Preseason talk. Shall we? Sure. Let's do it. Can I overreact? Yeah. That's what we do here. <laughs> the papers look so good. <laughs> I am cautiously excited about the fact that our offense is not run by Mike Shula. It's weird seeing Cam under center so much, but we were seemingly moving the ball at will against the Patriots once. The Patriots do not have a great defense, but it was still very encouraging to see how we moved the ball against them. Uh, Christian McCaffrey can indeed run through the tackles. Cam Newton can indeed throw from the pocket. He also gave me a heart. I don't know if you saw this live, but he gave me a heart attack when he fell on his head 
for real though, Cam. Calm down. Calm down. It's the preseason, bro. <laughs> it's week three of the preseason. Slow your roll. But oh, we just looked really good. Um, Shaq gave me confidence for these first three games. I think we're going to be just fine. Uh, next week, I'd like to see Corn Elder run with the the ones a little bit just to see it, where he is as our nickel corner. Uh, Dante Action Jackson is going to be my favorite player this year. Oh yeah, I can feel it. He's got that like Jalen Ramsey, oh. like Josh Norman kind of vibe to him, and I love it. That's going to be very fun. Um, but I'll stop gushing about this probably middling Panthers team. <laughs> you know, but you know why though? It's that front line. That offensive line is just going to be so bad. Yeah, but we might just be injured to the point where Ron has to play someone other than Matt Khalil. So we might have lucked ourselves into a better offensive line. Maybe, yeah. I was just worried. Like, whenever he – like, Matt Khalil was like, I was not healthy last year, but now I'm healthy. As soon as he said that, he stinks it up in the preseason. And then he has <laughs> knee surgery. Um, Let's talk about 5 nothing. I was about to bring that up. <laughs> I saw on Reddit that that score has only happened three times ever in the regular season. They're, they do not keep documented cases of that in the preseason. But, yeah, I didn't watch the game because I was at band, I think. Probably. So that could have been Scorigami. <laughs> yes, it could have been, been Scorigami. For a preseason, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know who looked good. <laughs> Tyrod got hurt for a minute, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he dislocated his left pinky, something like that. Something on his non-throwing. Yeah, they hand. said he's not going to miss any time. Yeah. Um, Mav, the, the Titans. We lost again to the Steelers, 16-6. Uh, definitely some more worrying stuff in that game because Marcus and some of our starters did play a little bit more. For this game, Marcus threw a horrible interception um, later on in that game. And I, for the moment, while the preseason doesn't matter, I'm just keeping my expectations tempered. That's fair. Yeah. More overreaction for me. (laughs) Yes, I'll I'll leave that to y'all. Should the Jets trade Teddy Bridgewater? To say the Jaguars. Hmm. That's a good question. Because the Jaguars, if I remember correctly, or Blake Bortles, if I remember correctly, tried to throw a pass over his left shoulder as he was getting sacked (laughs) the other day. Um, and he's, you know, not exactly a good quarterback. So <laughs> when the, when the Jaguars, I would have to say game, they have to game I plan for how bad he is. I the best. <laughs> See, here's the thing for me. Uh, the Jaguars are currently like NC state football. I want them to keep Blake Boros so they can say just good enough to keep them, but also not good enough so we can beat them. You get my drift. <laughs> So yes, I don't I need anything. Your, your I don't need anything messing up the AFC South right now, because it's wide open, basically. Well, I'd like to see Teddy Bridgewater on the Jaguars. <laughs> I still think it begs the question: going to the Eagles, does Nick Foles need to be traded? I think they missed out on their window to trade Nick Foles. I guess. Like they should have traded him before the start of this preseason. Yeah, because he hasn't looked great so far. No, his trade value was Super Bowl MVP. And now it's like looking back to uh, Rams, Nick Foles. Um, I am going to dip out now. I got to go, which makes me very sad. No. Can y'all carry out the rest of the show? I mean, yeah. I guess. I guess. I guess. All right, I love you all very much. All right, go do your thing, boy. See y'all later. Bye-bye. See you in less than a week.
All right, Aaron, it's your time to carry us. Okay, what are we talking about now? <laughs> Off to a good start. Do we have anything left for preseason? No, no I'm. I am I mean, excited for the regular season start. I'm just happy. Yeah, to have I'm really excited for football. Football. I'm gonna be in. I think if we do our league between the four of us, and if we do our other league with the four of us and other people, I think I might be in ten leagues this year. Do we want? Insane. Did we already make the? We need to make the the yeah, other. We need to make the, the league with the four of us, and we need to find our other league. I was thinking we could ask like our past guests. Oh yeah, that would be fine. That'd yeah. be really fun. Let's get that set up quick because yeah. uh, I cannot wait <laughs> for fantasy football season. <laughs> okay, uh, did we already do content corner? I believe that we can do content corner right now. Okay, yeah, all it fine. says is Buffy in all caps. Wow. So the one thing that <laughs> Colby was going to talk about for Content Corner, he's not here for. Hmm. So, I mean, it. we could talk about – I mean, I've just been playing – so as far as, like, what I've been playing, uh, I've been playing through – let's see, I finished Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. And I bought Final Fantasy VII on oh PS4. My. Yes. I bought Final Fantasy VII because it was on sale for like $5, and so I'd never finished it, so I'm going to play through Final Fantasy VII all the way through. Arguably the best Final Fantasy. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And, and so that, that's, as far as what I'm playing, that's, that's what I'm doing. What I'm watching, uh, Last Chance You. I finished the first season. Holy crap. Um, it was tumultuous. I, Love Buddy Stevens, and also, holy crap, that team was wild. <laughs> oh, you just wait. So, um, I'm hyped for season two. <laughs> Aaron, what kind of content you got? Um, I'm falling behind on Big Brother, so I'm going to catch up on that eventually, hopefully. I... Watched a bit of Nailed It on Netflix. Watched the end of the first oh. season the other day. That oh, last episode that of the first season was so funny. It's so good. Um, I, In my little free time, if I have like a half hour, I have been playing some NCAA Football 14 again. Love that game. Yeah. Oh, and I've been listening to Hamilton, the Hamilton album on repeat. Oh, I'm going to go see Hamilton as well. You got tickets for it? I did get tickets. Is it, is, nice. it, is it Durham or is it Raleigh? Uh, it's it's going to be in Charlotte. Oh, I'm yeah. going in Charlotte. Ah, it's also Same touring back in though. November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Playing-wise, for me, I'm replaying Assassin's Creed Origins. with they have the, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, have you heard of New Game Plus? Do they have yeah, that for yeah, PS4? Yeah. Like, I... I forgot all about that feature and i'm just going through so now i get to keep all my stuff and then i get to just wreck everybody so it's fun but like i said that's when i have free time i'm a hard-working man now so <laughs> when i have free time i'm replaying assassin's creed i'm in my lull in games i'm waiting for red dead redemption 2 assassin's creed odyssey wwe 2k19 and the division 2 coming in march I'm in my you know, lull right now gaming. It, it's going to be dangerous because that Spider-Man game comes out right around when I get my paycheck. <laughs> oh, you know you're going to have to splooge on that. You are correct, sir. <laughs> but no. And then watching-wise, I've definitely been into some comic stand-ups on Netflix. Um, uh, this morning I watched uh, Burt Kreischer's new stand-up, uh, Secret Time, on Netflix. I highly recommend it. Have y'all heard of Burt Kreischer? No, I haven't. Otherwise known as The Machine. Oh, that guy. The Machine. Yeah. With yes. the Russian sort. Yeah. Yes. It's his new span. Oh, my gosh. He is so hilarious. Like, I highly recommend it. It's called Secret Time. I saw that bit on Facebook. Yes. That, that might be one of the most legendary comic bits of all time. Like, that's way up there. I highly recommend it. If you want some laughs, go watch Bert. Um, him and also Tom Segura, um, they're actually best friends. Um, he has a show that I believe came out in January called Disgraceful, and it is also 
very hilarious. I highly recommend it. And so, like, on, on Twitter, over the past, like, year and a half or so, uh, they've been fat-shaming each other into losing weight, and they've kind of made it into a contest. That's what I need in my life. <laughs> and, I need someone to fat-shame me into going to the gym again. <laughs> and so, uh, Tom and, like, all the fandom have made, like, these weird names uh, for Burt, and they call him Burnt Chrysler or Bart <laughs> Chrysler. And they've made, like, these music videos for, like, Burt Chrysler's fat. And it's, like, that dubbed into a song. Wow. Like, it's been really funny following that on Twitter. Like I said, if you're looking for a nice stand-up, uh, highly recommend Secret Time and also Disgraceful. I check those out on Netflix. You still need to go listen to uh, Prince and the Wolf, Maverick. What's that? It's the one that I was talking about with uh, Freddie Prince Jr. from uh, 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 Scooby Doo. He plays Freddie. Oh yeah, Scooby-Doo. no, I do. Yeah, Freddie Prince. Okay. Yeah, Is and it on he. Netflix? No, no, it's a podcast. Oh, a podcast. Yeah, and he. Uh, you know how he used to write for WWE? Of course, yeah. Yeah, so he he. It's not just WWE content, but he talks all like they have an interview with Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Like almost every podcast, he has a section dedicated to WWE content. Yeah. So okay, I, I miss old Fred from Scooby Doo. Yo, he's fantastic. <laughs> he was Fred, wasn't and, he? Yeah, he was Fred. That's and right. he also he also voiced. Uh, did you ever play uh, Dragon Age Inquisition? No. No, I play. He voices Iron Bull in that, and it's hilarious. Okay. And he he's Kanan, right? In Star Wars yep, Rebels. Yep, Kanan. Yep, in Rebels. Really good friends with Sam Whitworth. Out. And then. If those of you interested in Burt Kreischer and Tom Skura, also they have a podcast. Tom Skura has one called Your Mom's House. I highly recommend it. They does like viral videos, and it's a whole lot of laughs. Like, see, it's podcast season. We got <laughs> There's some pretty funny stuff. We might need to. We should do talk. a collaboration pod with Frightens Podcast. Even though we already that, had him on as a guest, that'd be hilarious. Except they're they not have a, a movie sports podcast. podcast. Yeah, they're a movie podcast, not a sports podcast. We, have we to talk have about a Star movies Wars segment. I'll oh, ask right. him at trivia this week. Oh, I missed trivia. Oh no! Put it in the book. It's, it's starting back up this week. Oh no! I missed that. <laughs> I need. I'm finding a new team because everyone from last <laughs> year, except me, graduated. We dipped on you. Yeah. Sorry. Y'all left me out to dry. I'm sorry. The university wouldn't let me stay any longer. You could have still stayed in Chapel Hill. <laughs> nah. I got loans also, to pay. they might only make it teams of four this year, which is throwing a wrench in things. Yeah, divide that dream team up. I've never even they talked to anyone on the dream team. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do we have anything else to talk about? I'm not looking at the rundown. Uh, let me look at the rundown. We already did Faki. We already called the Audible. We already talked about football. We just did the content corner. We already did Twitter. I think all we have is the outro unless hey, anyone else wants to talk about something. Would you want to preview our, our first football game for Carolina next week? Sure. Versus Cal? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know <laughs> if we'll start our pod before then. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think we will have done a podcast. Yeah, yeah. let's look at that. I haven't looked at any stats or anything, but I feel like everything's kind of set to zero right now. I believe we are currently a seven-point underdog. Yeah, something like that. But ESPN gives us a 50% chance of victory. At least last I checked. I mean, I think the suspensions and also the injury bug has definitely thrown a wrench in that. But, I mean, I guess that's an updated prediction as well. So, they must believe in us a little bit. I'm riding with Nathan Elliott, our Lord and Savior. (laughs) Let's just keep those fingers crossed. I guess we'll be having that watch party next week. Yes, we will. So, yeah. Most of us will be reconvening in Chapel Hill. Uh, Our fraternity, Kappa Kappa Psi, is having their 10-year anniversary next week celebration. We're all excited for it. Just FaceTime me in. I'll say what's up to everybody. We'll do it. We'll bring you in so you can roast Annabelle. Ooh. Oh, I've missed it so much. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll bring you in for that. It's just not the same over text or Twitter. 
It's, I just need I need I need to see the life drain out of people's <laughs> eyes when I roast them. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun weekend. Yeah. Anything else, y'all? I don't got nothing. Maverick. I'm good. Hit me with that outro, boy. Okay. So, if you want to find us, you can find us at tinyurl.com slash nevermadevarsity. Please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. I don't know if we've gotten any in a while. I haven't checked. Polls. Um, if you really liked anything or didn't like anything, be sure to let us know via our Twitter at nevermadepod. Thank you to Audible for sponsoring the show. For your 30-day free trial, go to audible.com slash nmvpod. And thank you to David Cutter for the music. And we will see you next week. Go Heels. Bye. Go Heels. Go America.